0: Salve faithful and welcome to episode 28 of the Beyond the Sidelines podcast. I know, 28 now. Pretty surprising. Who knew we'd get this far? Um, This week we'll be talking everything from Lions FC winning the Foundation Cup over newly promoted Sunshine Coast Wanderers. Djokovic winning his 8th Australian Open. Aussie women's taking home the bronze at the Sydney Seven, and the men disappointing at 6th. Rugby Australia dropping Foxtel as their major broadcast sponsor. Hyundai may be cutting... Uh, the A-League, after their 15-year partnership, and the Australian ODI and T20 squads announced no Stoin Ashton Agar in. How is Stoinis not in that squad? We'll be talking a whole lot more in the tale. We'll also be having Alex back as this week's guest, so I guess let's just get into it. And welcome back uh, We've got the boys in the studio Again The full continuum we've, We're on a roll here yeah. It's cheese and bacon As Phineas likes to say That's
1: my joke So you're stealing my intro yes. And my joke Yes Anyway Basically okay.
0: I want to be Matt it's all about you We know who it's all the about uh, you. creative brains are On uh, this podcast Yes Neither maybe. of you guys Anyway oh. I didn't mention it before We are with the marvellous Angus Bryan And the adequate Phineas Morton I'm How like, are we today, fellas? Yeah,
2: well, I like those categorizations as well. Cool. Marvelous and average. Was said it? adequate. Adequate. Ade- adequate. Another yeah. big How work. do you spell that one? Um, yeah, we let's go. move See, on. I, I can ch- spell it. What do you mean? A-D-E-Q-U-A-T-E.
1: <laughs> Take a
2: bow. Took me a minute or two, but I got there.
1: See, I'm feeling pretty chuffed because I think that's an upgrade to what you were calling calling me off air. Off air? Yeah.
0: Where's the joke here?
1: Well, Adequate, that's an improvement, right? Okay. Well, I did say average. Yeah. Is is that better or worse? They're pretty well bang on, mate. Yeah, yeah,
0: pretty much. Anyway, should we get in the fast five? Okay, we'll get in the fast five.
1: Well, I. Yeah,
2: yeah, okay,
1: fine.
0: What would you like to talk about?
1: Oh, no, 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 continue. Actually, we should mention it. Gussie, you went on a bit of an
2: adventure this week. Tell us about it. Did I? Okay. Um, Well, no, I didn't because I spent pretty much every day at home. So uh, you're wrong. Okay. Right. Well,
1: that wasn't uh, as funny as what I hoped.
0: No, not at all. What, did, what do you mean? What,
1: what were you? What did you <laughs> what want? What were from you me? trying to get out of that? I was trying to put him on the spot, see what he'd do, see if he'd freeze up, and he kind of did, kind of didn't. Would
0: have been better if he made up a story though. That's what I was. That would have been for. the funniest thing. I would have loved to see what your creative brain, basically Carl Pilkington, um, <laughs> could come up with.
1: Yeah,
2: I was trying to think for a second, but usually <laughs> I. But my brain I, don't work. No, that usually, good. usually I draw in things from my surroundings. So, and you're
0: surrounded by orange balls.
2: Well, yeah, I'm I'm sort of stuck in a studio. Usually when I'm talking to someone, I'm looking over their shoulder and I see, oh, maybe there's a what? there's something going on behind them and then I'll I'll draw.
1: You did that the other day. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did see, do that the other day. Normally when I speak to people, I look at them. Yeah. That's normal. What's yeah. wrong with you, mate? What is wrong Where with
0: you? Where do we begin?
2: Well, I mean, I do look at them, but, you know, sometimes I just get um distracted. Easily distracted.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Um, the Fast Five is where we have five topics. We've got five minutes. If you do the maths like Gus obviously can't, that's one Wow, we're just, we're just bashing on me. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. much. We've relaxed that a we week. We have, ago, actually.
1: Think, of the last couple of months, and uh, our viewers, they're uh, They're, they're dropping, missing it. So. That's what
0: We got the feedback, mate. And give the people what they want. The faithful. Basically, the yes. faithful. I'm sure
2: the yeah. faithful don't want to see that. Well, they don't want to see it.
0: Because they want to hear it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, remember, yeah. whatever. Anyway, anyway. Um, first of all, Lions FC, we were at this game. Uh, they win the Foundation Cup uh, 3-0 over the newly promoted Sunshine Coast Wanderers. Boys, what did you make of the whole affair?
1: Well, I think it was really, really cool. First mm. off, it was our first taste of out-and-out NPL action. Wasn't yeah. It?
0: Well, it's we, not even really NPL action, but yeah. It,
1: it kind of is. It's a week out. The NPL starts this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunny Coast host the Brisbane Raw Academy. But um, no, it was great. Lions <laughs> Stadium, Uh what a venue for starters i think it yeah. was about 4000 capacity or something yeah, like that yeah something like that but the thing that kind of annoyed me if we step away from the gameplay for a oh, second I was i think a, i know where you're going people refusing to pay oh, entry yeah. so yeah. there's a car park that sits above the ground mm. and people were sitting on the back of their utes watching from up there and watching yep. the game it was a gold coin mind. donation yeah. to get in to wine stadium for
0: the bushfire appeal just do your part you know do what annoyed
2: part. you know what annoyed me was I wasn't allowed? Uh, I wasn't able to bring my frozen coke in. There was no liquids allowed, but then so Then other I had people to... brought them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah was... and then people after us brought it. I, I, um, so I, I, I brought my frozen coke. They're like, oh no, you can't, you can't bring that in here, liquids. And I'm like, oh well, now I'm gonna have to scull a frozen coke. And you know that never ends well. The yeah. brain freeze was not enjoyable. Not, not no. ideal. But I mean, more <laughs> in the game. The game itself was
0: game was great. Very good. I thought one thing while we're talking about things we're annoyed at. Lions FC goalkeeper. What is on his head? <laughs> he wore. He was wearing it was like a, a beanie kind of yeah, everyone, snood thing.
1: Everyone knows it gets a bit chilly at Brisbane at six oh, pm.
0: Richlands is a micro climate basically. It is, yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the day, I don't know why I was wearing a beanie. It was yeah. like, There was no wind. Yeah. Like it, it was temperate conditions. Temperate. I, but I mean, he um he actually played a very good game. So he,
0: he did play a very good.
1: Game. Game. I think he was man of the match from my view. But um yeah I think yeah it was two. Oh, I'd
0: probably say he was um. Zach Maltby.
1: Zach Maltby. He was one of the two fresh signings who mm. both uh, got on the score sheet. So, uh, yeah. again, good showings for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Not so much for Sunny Coast. But they, they got a they lot are, to work on. They are the They're a new, new team, though. Mm. They uh, won, the, the, won yeah. the FQPL last season and earned promotion. New boys on the block. and mm. uh, well, See how they, they go. They'll build.
0: They will build. They will build. Um, Novak Djokovic, someone who probably doesn't need to build too much. He wins his eighth Australian Open, the most of all time, um, and most in the Open era. Um, basically,
1: f-
2: this dude's a freak. Absolute he? freak. I mean, yeah. he's he's won the most Australian Opens. Uh, full, stop. full stop. Yeah. 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 And with eight, just, and just he, said that.
1: And he has the ego to match. Yeah, he Dude. does. Yeah. He, the yeah. tapping on the foot. He's kind of weird mm. though, Djokovic, because why do people like not like him?
3: Because I, I like him. I don't I'm like him. I'm
1: not a huge fan of See, I don't like him, but I don't know why. If I'm yeah. being honest.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, an old saying when I was playing tennis was the Djokovic comeback, right? Yeah. Uh, and he pulled it off once again. He did. There. When did you play tennis? Yeah, we've never heard I this used before. Used to play tennis when I was a um when back in uh, state school. The young Wii pro- tennis, maybe. The young I was prodigy? a little bit of yeah. Wii I was tennis, a little bit Wii of tennis. A, Wii tennis was the goat. Wii no. tennis was a good, good. I mean, I played way. that as well, but yeah. that that was practice. What was when your
0: actually, best Wii game? Sport. What was your f- best your premier uh, pretty, sport?
2: I'm pretty good at bowling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, look, tennis tennis was pretty easy and that that you know i was pretty able easy to, it just came naturally no yeah. was, it yeah. was you know tactics from uh Wii sport tennis i was able to replicate in the actual game hit, hit into corners you know
1: i was pretty yeah. good at that down so. the tracks how about you I had, I had your pace as well so
0: <sighs> okay fair play
1: i liked a bit of baseball not a bit of baseball yeah yeah that was all right but i didn't play Wii that much no to be fair so yeah
0: fair enough more of a wee fit kind of guy Get um, on the yeah. scales.
2: Lose a few kilos,
1: <laughs> Lose you know. A few
0: kilos while you're at it.
1: Um, <laughs> right. Is that a suggestion? No, 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 not Should at all. Should buy one for your birthday, um, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, yeah.
0: Kyrgios um, extends his bushfire appeal, which is good to see as well. Yeah. But yeah. we'll move on. The Aussie women's um, took home bronze at the... Sydney Sevens, Uh, the men were at six, which is disappointing. We had one of the members of the squad, Joe Pinkus, on on the uh, podcast last week. We'll also have we're kind of teasing it a little bit here, but we'll also have another member of the squad. I guess we'll just have to wait and hear that one. But what did you guys make of this whole weekend week of sevens?
1: Sydney Sevens, it's always pretty successful. eh? Mm. I think it looks like a party. It looks Mm. like fun. It was such a disappointment. I think we were about thirteen or fourteen. And they moved it from the Gold Coast. Yeah, mm. I went once, but obviously I was 12. Oh, I'm frothing. Couldn't quite have beers then. I was a few years off, obviously. Uh-huh. But um, week. It would have been so much fun to go with a group of mates now. Oh yeah, it'd be so much fun. Just enjoy it, cause it is a party. It's oh a, yeah, it's a party with some rugby in the middle. Yeah, right. my we- mate
0: went to the Hong Kong one. Oh, um, wow. they flew there just for it, just yeah. so they could have, and it was. It looked like so much fun. That's
1: bucket yeah. list, absolutely bucket list. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, absolutely.
2: the ladies did, uh, quite well. Um. Uh, Charlotte Castlek Kla- once again just stand out for them. She
0: won like player one of the players yeah. of the tournament in the team of the tournament.
1: Um, they can't beat Canada. They got no. smashed by Canada in the I think it was the semi final. Yeah. And mm. yeah, what are they going to do? Like mm. they they can't get past that team. There they've lost that momentum that they generated about 14 months ago. Yeah. Leading in, oh well ahead of the last Olympics. Mm. They were the benchmark with New Zealand and for now. Sure. New Zealand, they are very much head and shoulders above everyone else in yeah. women's sevens.
0: Yeah, but how about the guys? Um,
1: <laughs> disappointing. I think it's disappointing, but again, it's that new format where um, only the top of the pools goes through. This is new yeah. for Hamilton and now Sydney Sevens. Um, it used to be the top two from each pool. Mm-hmm. Now it's only the top. So uh, the men, they had the United States in their pool. And I thought that was are- a bit embarrassing from Australia to lose. No, the United, United States are very good, team. They, good came, team. they came second overall But the last amount year. they lost
2: to them by.
1: Yeah, again, they are a good team. And the thing they do well is because they've got a lot of, oh, for a better word, uh, failed NFL athletes. Pretty much. You know, they've got Perry Baker, Carl Niles, mm. who interchange. Mm. And they are the two fastest men in sevens. They yeah. literally just sprint around people. Pretty much. So... That's why they're so good, but no, disappointing. But again, stuff to improve on.
0: Certainly is. Uh, we're going to talk a bit of sponsorships. Um, Rugby Australia have dropped Foxtel as their, I guess, they're not their sponsor, but I guess they're. um what are you saying? Dis- They're distributor. On, yeah, their network. It's the, it's the broadcast deal. The broadcast deal. Um, yeah. they've dropped them from that broadcast deal. Um, we'll talk about that first, and then we'll get on to one of the other sponsors that may be dropping there. I guess, support. What do you make of this? What does this mean for Rugby Australia? It's the
1: death of the game I love in Australia, I think, ultimately. I, I think it could be too. Because Rugby yeah. Australia, what they want is they want to set up a streaming service, or not a streaming service, well, at least a broadcast deal, mm. which has Wallabies, Super Rugby, Shoot Shield, and QPR, Queensland Premier Rugby, Yep. all available. Mm. And for me, the only way that they're going to be able to do that is for Rugby Australia to go, hey, let's do it ourselves. Yeah. Or something like that. Double take. And, yeah, something like that, where they set up a streaming service, like yeah. a Optus Sport or... Is, are people going to pay for that? No, I don't think no. so, mate. You know, I don't
2: think so. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't pay for it. It's
2: but, Yeah, it's just not popular enough that's the thing. as a sport at the moment it's in a, Australia.
1: It's a very dangerous game that Rugby Australia have decided to mm. play. Um, it could work out wonders if Channel 10 pick it up. Mm. Yeah. But especially after this Israel Folau fallout and him taking $8 million, mm. what Rugby Australia need at the moment is money. Yeah. And you don't really get much of that from Channel 10. No, you don't. as much, mm. so... But you get
0: more coverage and you get more publicity from it than you yeah. would from Fox Sports.
1: Because I think with the Big Bash, when they stepped away from Channel 10, that, to me... Well, they bombed, yeah. Yeah. But that, I think that also kind of you know, left an open market for Channel yeah. 10. Because they, the way they did it was great.
0: Oh, they mm. did great. It was the family, commercial, yeah. family sport.
1: And I think yeah. they could do something similar with rugby, albeit in a different season. Yeah. But still... Streaming service, it's dangerous, man. Yeah,
0: it is indeed. Um, quickly touch on it. Hyundai are set to cut the sponsorship of the A League after their the 15-year partnership. Wait,
2: where are you reading that? Because
0: Sydney Morning Herald.
2: Yeah, really? well, yeah. Yeah. Well, who who do you reckon would replace Hyundai? Um, They're saying a few companies could Jim's take mowing? it out. <laughs> Jim's mowing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be hilarious. Jim's the, mowing A League. S- Subway. The Subway A League. That could. That would be pretty good.
1: Yeah, but Subway are they too American? I don't
0: know. Maybe. But, you know, how much do you think it costs to sponsor the A-League?
1: wouldn't cost that much. At the moment. Ah, yeah.
2: It's not a huge sport in how, Australia. How,
0: just give me a number then.
1: So Throw uh, one out there. What, what, Fifteen million a year.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh,
1: I don't know. A couple of bucks,
2: maybe a Big Mac? <laughs> <laughs> <Stabber>. <laughs> I'll do
0: It's 6 million. Oh, there you go. So uh, not a whole lot.
1: No, but then why are Hyundai least apparently thinking about dropping the A-League? Because it's shite. Doesn't
0: get enough viewers, I think, would be the main thing. Um, But anyway, we'll move on. The Australian ODI and T20 squads have been announced. No Stoin, Agar still in the squad, and Maxwell set to make his return. I like
2: the idea of them bringing back Glenn Maxwell. He's such a clinical player. And you just... Well, you just... I mean, you don't know what you're going to get, kind of. So, Mm. Maxi... He's... I don't know really how to explain it, but he's just one of those guys that you need in your side. Yeah, um, he's a material the, kind of player, yeah, especially for your T20s. Mm. I'm surprised Storn's not in there because he was the mean, player of the tournament. tournament. Man, he I'm was uh, the rig was outstanding in the BBL. Got the surely, yellow cap, gold cap. Surely he was in there. Um, Ashton Agar's in there, and I'm very surprised by that because he has oh, had a I poor don't get tournament.
0: It. Also, like, why is he in there? Is he an economic bot? Does he take pegs? No. Well, the is he that, an economic bowler? I don't know. Not really.
1: It confuses me because I guess with Agar, you kind of think maybe they're trying to pick and stick and they're trying to just pick yeah. guys who yeah. have been in the international setup before. But then Stoinis. He has been. He has been. I think he's pretty much been a front runner but, the last two years in that team. Okay, yeah. but, so, but what is Ashton Agar? Is
2: he a batsman or is he a bowler?
0: I still don't. I would say he's a bowler. Uh, I think We're he's a he's a, a, a bit of an all rounder, but <laughs> I think what, he's what, one of those all rounders okay. that say they can. So if he's
2: like, if you're if you're comparing Ashton
1: and Glenn Maxwell, they, there's just no, no comparison. I no. think Ashton he's a bit like uh, Ben Cutting. From the Brisbane Heat, yeah, in the sense that he can kind of bat a bit, but he's mainly there to be a bowler. Yeah, yeah. although that's kind of would you around for it's Ben. That's changing with Ben. But would
0: you want him as your second spinner though? No, no. no. Or would you rather have? See, he doesn't. Would, yeah, like, would, you, rather, would you rather have?
2: He bowls. He bowls throwdowns.
0: Yeah, but would you rather? Would you rather have Agar? Or would you rather have Stoinis bowling, and then you also have, I'd rather
2: have Stoinis bowling. But he doesn't. Then you out.
0: have Maxwell bowling as well, potentially, if you need a spinner. Well,
2: Maxwell's usually played the second stringer for, for Australia. Spinner, yeah. And like uh, second spinner for
1: Australia in the yeah. past. So why are they changing it? Another player, Swepson. Now He yeah. was invited into that. Yeah. Uh, it's not that great with height. the bat, though. Yeah, but I mean, he was invited to the test site on the back of some pretty good BBL form. Yeah. So they clearly like him yeah, in the shorter
2: format. Leggies like, are a bit of a risk. Because you, are, need, you need the wicket to
1: be spinning or
2: they're just a run machine. Like yeah. You, people just pick them apart.
0: Yeah. yeah I would like, to, we're, we're big fans of Sweppo on the show. So. Yeah. Swepson. Swep. I run his Facebook page. I know so, you do, mate. Yeah.
1: Appreciation <laughs> Appreciate. <society. laughs>
2: not his actual Facebook. No,
1: no, no,
0: no. Not his personal.
1: All his family follow it, though. Yeah. yeah pretty pretty funny. Uh, Angus, Shaw, uh, and I, yeah, we uh, co-run it. He does all the posting. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever posted. You haven't posted in like haven't posted months anything. or years. No, but the love's there. The love is there. The love is there for Swepson. So you yeah. reckon? Okay. R- wrist out for Swepson.
0: Yeah, that's exactly, cool. exactly. Yeah. Anyway, this week we had a really special guest on this week. Yeah. I reckon uh, we had Alex Gerz back from the Olly Roos and the Socceroos. He's got six caps for the men.
2: What, yeah, how, how, how what
1: cool, a great get. How cool is that again? The socceroo, so cool. A so cool. Um, right. Obviously coming off the Olly Roos qualifying for the mm. Olympics, that's uh, an amazing feat and what a great story! He was a pretty good chat too. Yeah, for sure. You can hear all Probably. about his
0: story, all about that Oli Ruse historic win, right now. And we're joined now by Alex Gerzbach of uh, Airhouse and from the Oli Ruse. How you doing, mate?
3: Yeah, good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for joining us. Uh, firstly, you're currently in Portugal uh, with your club team, the Danish side. Um, how's that going?
3: Yeah, really good. Uh, just arrived yesterday after a bit of long travel from Denmark and then had a session yesterday and yeah, we've got two weeks down here, a couple of games in a sort of pre-season uh, slash winter tournament for a few different clubs around Europe who are here and, and uh, yeah, it should be, should be really good.
1: And why is that, mate? Is there a break in your in your club season at the moment?
3: Yeah, so the, the Danish league has quite a lengthy winter break. Um, our last game was 15th of December and then The first game after the winter break is is 16th of February, I think, so it's, yeah, a a good two months um, without games, so we we have a little break. I think the boys had about three weeks off, Um, and then a sort of four, four and a half, five week preseason leading into the first game after winter.
0: Yeah, well, um, this break has allowed you to, you know, then go to the Asia Cup, uh, Junior Asia Cup, the under-23s, with the Oli Roos. How was that whole tournament for you in total?
3: Yeah, it was a, a really good experience. Um, obviously, we were away for one month, and uh, yeah, in the end, it, it all proved to be worth it. But um, yeah, it was a one month in camp. You know, of course, can get a bit a bit tedious, and yeah, it's, it's quite a long time. But uh, I think the boys like did really well to to stay focused that whole time, and uh, yeah, in the end, in the end, it really turned out to be worth it.
2: Well, you're the first Australian men's football side to qualify for
0: an Olympics. What, what does that feel like?
3: Sorry, what was that? Well, Sorry. well you're, the first,
0: uh, you're the first um, male under-23 Australian side to qualify for the Olympics since, I believe it was 2012 or 2008, so in 12 years. Um, how much does that mean, qualifying for the Olympics?
3: Yeah, it, it means a lot. It's it's crazy when uh, you know it hasn't really sunk in yet because when when you think about the Olympics, it doesn't really uh, you know you don't think about about football at the Olympics and uh, you know when you think of football, you think of the World Cup, you think of the Champions League, things like that. So so when when you think about like Australian as going to the Olympics, it's it's a pretty crazy thing and and it's surreal um, to, to think about it like that. You know, some some athletes. They, they train their whole life for an Olympic event. And, you know, as a footballer, it's a, it's a little bit different. But for us to be able to experience the Olympics, it's, it's yeah, like I said, it's just crazy to, to think about it in that way.
1: And did you feel much pressure throughout the tournament, mate? Or were you able to go out there and play with complete freedom?
3: Yeah, well, of course, we're, we're playing in front of crowds in Thailand that, that are non-existent pretty much. Hmm. Um, so... So people think that, uh, that there's no one there, there's no pressure and, and things like that. But in terms of Australian football and, and the environment and expectations from from Australian football fans and and all of that, then then yeah, there is there is pressure. And I've been involved in in two of these tournaments before the the one two years ago and the one four years ago. And and there's always pressure because you know majority of Australian football community and Australian football fans, they, they expect us to qualify for the Olympics and the last the last one four years ago we, we were nowhere near qualifying. So yeah, the the pressure's there, but it's a, yeah, I guess it's a different sort of pressure rather than you know, playing in front of forty thousand people, fifty thousand people and, and things like that.
1: And did having first team boss Graham Arnold involved with the Ollie Ruse, how much did that help the younger guys go out there and perform?
3: Yeah, I think that was massive to be honest. Um Arnie's decision to to take charge of the Oilers as well as the Socceroos I think is is one of the main reasons why we were we were able to qualify to be honest. Um and that's nothing against um Gary van Egmond who who took us for two camps leading up to the tournament. I think I think those two camps and and Gary's um Gary's knowledge and wisdom and and the way he coached the team and and brought us together um, played a massive part in us qualifying for the Olympics and I don't think anyone's sort of given any credit to him yet for that so um, yeah first of all really really thankful to Garrett for that and um, yeah obviously Arnie being being involved with the Olly Roos and and pretty much the whole Socceroos staff um, were in camp with us in in January in Thailand so I think that that made a massive difference, and of course, when you've got twenty-three young players uh, wanting to impress the the first team coach, then it's it's a it's a different story, really. And obviously, Arnie has a, an amazing track record, and yeah, he's, uh, his coaching ability, of course, uh, made a massive difference in us qualifying for the Olympics.
2: Well, mate, you beat Uzbekistan to get there, and they're sort of a a sort of unknown side. What was said? pre-match by Graham Arnold uh, to sort of get you guys across the line
3: yeah it's sort of difficult when you play against these teams because you can you can analyze them um, and you can watch a bit of video but you never really know what you're coming up against because you 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 don't know the players from a bar of soap so um, you know when you when you play in your own league and you watch the video you you see these guys play every week and you know what they're you know how they play and what they're going to do you know as a especially as a fullback coming up against a winger, for example. So when, when you play against these countries that really you don't know much about, um, it's more difficult. But yeah, I think the, the main message from Arnie was to, to focus on ourselves. And we, we actually didn't do that much analysis of, of the other teams, to be honest. Um, so, so the main thing was, you know, if we, if we play our game and we perform, then then we'll beat whoever's in front of us.
0: Yeah, and you did beat them, obviously. Nick D'Agostino with an amazing solo effort. What was that moment like when he scored that?
3: Yeah, it was. Um, I think I was first over to, to celebrate with him. I was. Um, I was pretty happy about that. Uh, just didn't want to go to 120 minutes again. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> um, enough. But no, it was a yeah, it was a special moment. And like I said again, like the, there was no one in the crowd. Um, you know, the stadium didn't erupt or anything like that, but I think, yeah, the the pure joy from all of us boys made up for that.
0: Mm, 100%. And you mentioned that there was no one there. Did that almost feel like, I guess, a moment for you guys more than anyone else, more than for any any supporters or anything? Was that a moment you guys, I guess, will cherish as, you know, only you guys really got to celebrate it?
3: Yeah, I guess like a lot of Aussies were were following the game at home, Mm. they were all all streamed or all live on tv so um yeah of course we we had supporters behind us but but we didn't have anyone in the stadium really so um yeah i guess it it made it yeah a little bit more special for us because we're able to it was just us in the stadium and and it was just us against the Uzbek's. and yeah for us to to get it over the line and celebrate as a group was was really special
1: exactly mate crazy crazy scenes i guess but it's a pretty good thing for you guys that you got um, a second chance. Losing to South Korea, um, you'd play them in a friendly, and you'd play them earlier in the well earlier in 2019 in Cambodia. How confident were you heading into that match that you could get the job done in the semi?
3: Yeah, to be honest, um, we were actually we were actually pretty confident leading into that match. Um, the the game in Cambodia, I thought we dominated for the most part. And then they they came out in the second half and and sort of turned it on for a little bit Um, and then this this game before the tournament um, at this the start of january um we also sort of dominated that game but i don't know it was a it was a different different sort of beast that south korea came out with in that semi-final and and i think to be honest they had they had a really good game and individually their players performed at their at their maximum and and the team performed as a whole. So I think and and in addition we were a little bit off that day. Um so I don't think I don't think the gap is that big for example to a team like South Korea. Uh I think I think just on the day they were they were much better than us and that that showed a little bit um mm. but we've we've definitely shown before that we can we can dominate them um and we can we can give them a good run. So I think to be honest the teams are, are quite even. And South Korea on the day just outperformed us, and and they showed up, which is credit to them, because you know that's when you you should be able to do it on the in a semi final of the of the Asian Cup, and they they were much better than us.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, they did, definitely did pip you. Um, your coach uh, Graham Arnold, we've mentioned him earlier, but he had something to say after the match. He said that basically he's been and he's been doing this for a while now, been calling for more funding. Uh, for Australian football in general, but also the under-23s. Um, what do you make of that? Do you think that there's justice in that?
3: Yeah, I think, um, I think he's 100% correct. Uh, I think the FFA sort of dug into their pockets a bit and, and funded these few build-up tournaments that we participated in. We went to, um, I think there was one camp in Wollongong. I wasn't there. And then uh, we went to Qatar, and then we went to a, a friendly tournament in China. And this was all in, in the past six months. So I think those three camps in the past, maybe it would have been one camp uh, before the Olympic qualifiers. So that's they're, they're, they're on the right track there. Um, but obviously, it needs to it needs to be more. And you see these other countries, I think, sort of... I, I don't know facts and things like that, but uh, I think countries like Thailand, for example, are investing heavily in their youth. And you can see it when you play against them. When I played against Thailand six seven eight years ago for the under 17s joeys you know it's it's not really the same sort of thailand that we play against now um the, the thailand we played against now is filled with technical players and and a, a good tactics a good coach and and things like that so yeah you can see in in these smaller footballing nations that you know they're really really getting better and uh australia maybe maybe has gone a little bit backwards in in that, um, in that sort of context. But obviously us qualifying for the Olympics now is is massive. And, you know, we didn't probably didn't play the best football, but I think we showed a lot of determination and, and guts. And, you know, we were able to hold on to 1-0 leads. We were able to see out games. And I think that's a, a massive difference in Australian youth teams of the past sort of 5, 10 years. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. But yeah, of course the, the funding needs to be there for for the Oli Ruse to improve and, and to perform in Asia and not just in Asia but at the Olympics as well.
1: Well mate, you touch on the Olympics. It's an eighteen man squad, including three overage players, so what's that, seven players getting cut, I think, from the AFC under twenty threes. So just how important is club form gonna be over the next few months really and you know, every every week. It's gonna be like a trial really.
3: Yeah, it's exactly right. Um I think straight away after the game, you know, everyone was, everyone was really happy. And then, you know, I think sort of when it sunk in, boys started to realize like, shit, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be tough to make this Olympic squad. And, and we've come so far already in the qualifiers and being able to qualify for the Olympics that, you know, you really, really don't want to miss out on going to the Olympics. So I think, I think all the boys are are well aware of that. And, uh, you know, there's, there's boys to come back in and then there's, uh, there's also the three overage players. So everyone's going to be on their toes for the next six months um, doing everything they can to, to be in that final squad of 18.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned that. Um, there's also been talk amongst, I mean, A-League coaches, A-League managers about players that do go from club sides such as like Alessandro and other players, other youngsters going from the club sides to Oli Roo's duty. And potentially falling down the pecking order at the club level, do you think there's again? Is there justice in that? Is there? Do you think going on Oli Oli Ruse duty? Do you think that can sometimes hinder club development at times?
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's difficult in the A League when when you don't have international windows. Um, for me, I think that's ridiculous, and um, yeah, but obviously the the Asian Cup is different because it falls out of the international windows. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those things. You, you can't really do much about it. You see it, it happens all over the world. It's not just in Australia. You see players in the Premier League going on, on national team duty for the African Cup of Nations, for the Asian Cup. Um, it's just it's just something that happens. And, you know, to play for your country is massive and, and you're not going to turn that down. So you go away with your country and, and you come back and you do what you've got to do when you come back to your club to, to get back in the team if you have to. And, and that's just football. It happens when when players get injured, when players get suspended, other players get a chance, and maybe they do well, and, and you've got to fight to get back into the cha- into the team. So, yeah, with with tournaments like that, I, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, if you're good enough, you'll you'll fight your way back into the team. But obviously, when it, with the A League, when it's it's uh, there's no international break, and and you're going on a camp in Qatar or in China for one week you missing two A-League games, that's that's unfortunate. And I think that's a little bit unfair on the players.
2: Well, you actually played for Sydney FC um, earlier on in your career. Is there any sort of reason why you might have ventured out of the A-League and decided to focus on European football?
3: Yeah, so I, I played a season and a half in the A-League and then I had the opportunity to go to, to Norway with Rosenborg. Um, and yeah, I, I jumped at it because... You know, I was I was eighteen and I was I was keen to, to get over to Europe and, and to play football in Europe. And yeah, I don't I don't regret that decision at all. But I think everyone's different. Some some players are better off staying in the A League a little bit longer and, and waiting um, to get the right move to, to go to Europe. But, you know, ever everyone talks about oh the right move, but you know, in football, it's, it's almost impossible to, to say what's right and what's wrong. Um, everything everything can be different for, for each individual player. And, you know, you, you learn from, from what you do and in, in your career moves. And, and sometimes you maybe you make the wrong decision. Sometimes you make the right one. And, you know, you just got to go with it and, oh. and keep performing and keep working hard.
2: Well I mean you've been to a few uh, European clubs now. Um how do you find the transition in between these these sides?
3: Yeah, so I've I've played in five different countries already by the age of 22, which is not ideal, but um yeah, I've learned a lot both on and off the field and um yeah, when you when you go to a new club it's it's not easy. Uh first of all with logistical things such as Finding a new place to live, for example, and and uh, things like that. It it takes time, and it's it's quite stressful. But once you once you settle down, it's not really a big deal. Um, but yeah, I've learned a lot from from playing in a couple of different countries.
0: How do you find, I guess, the transition from Australia to Europe, and then you know European clubs to European clubs? How do you find the transition between those different? Like, what did you have to do to transition from Australia? to europe and then europe well, i mean i guess uh denmark or norway to denmark um what do you do differently for those do you think
3: yeah so when i when i first went to norway i was 18 years old and you know i went from uh from sydney to one of the coldest places in the world in Trondheim, <laughs> and uh you know uh, snow every day for three months in winter and and uh three hours of daylight in the middle of winter so it's for, for a young kid from Australia it wasn't easy but I think uh, what's been good with me is I've just I've sort of tried to tried to adapt to the culture and, and tried to fit in you know I, I think that's a really important part and I think that starts with sort of learning the language and becoming interested in the culture and, and how they live and, and what they do and that's what I, I tried to do and and then I ended up loving Norway and and it felt like home and then I had to leave to go to France and I, I tried to do the same thing and experienced another amazing culture in in France and then obviously in uh, in Holland was exactly the same and and now in Denmark so I've I've been lo- lucky to be honest with the with the cities I've lived in I've lived in some amazing cities um all four of them to be honest and and the football football teams have been equally the same you know I've had ups and downs but overall the the clubs i've played have been have been really fantastic football clubs
0: yeah 100 percent. and you you've said before you played for five different clubs um or five or so of clubs uh, in your career so far how do you think that's i guess shaped you a as an as an individual and b as a professional
3: yeah like i said it's it's not ideal to play for five different teams before you've turned 23 um <laughs> so yeah football wise you know things haven't worked out exactly as i would have liked um but yeah as as a person it's it's helped me a great deal you know experiencing these different cultures like i said and and you know being able to to move countries at such a young age and and do it three or four times within the space of three years and you know it it takes a lot of mental strength i think and i think that's a a big part of you know it's helped me a lot in that way um, it's helped me mature as a person, of course. Um, coming from Sydney as an 18-year-old, and, and now four or five years later, and I, f- I feel like I'm, I'm much more mature, and you know I can handle these things. Um, but now, now in Denmark, I want to I want to really settle down and and do well, and make sure I'm when I leave Denmark, it's it's to to take the next step, not to to go backwards and and find another step, if you know what I mean, um, which is what's happened in the last few years with me.
2: Well, do you think Europe is the ultimate goal for footballers in australia
3: yeah I think so well you you see um you know football is not just europe that's i think that's sort of what we think in Australia. We think you know the a league in europe but that's definitely not the case. You see a lot of Australians playing in asia and, um you know there's there's big football clubs in south america the the m l s in America as well um so people think Europe is everything, which is, is not really the case. I don't think um, there's a lot, of, a lot of the world, a lot of big clubs and definitely in Europe. And that's where, where most Australians want to play. Um, but yeah, there's, there's more to football than Europe.
1: Well, there is more more to football than Europe, and international football is that. We saw you made your debut in twenty was it twenty sixteen against Greece. What was that like as an experience?
3: Yeah, it was it was pretty special. Obviously, making my debut against Greece, um, where my my mum is from, and and her parents are both born in Greece. So for them, I think it was extra special. Um, and yeah, really special to to make my debut for the Sufferers. In Sydney, in front of my friends and family, um, you know, it couldn't have been any better, really.
0: And you mentioned, you know, growing up in Sydney. What was that like for your development as a footballer?
3: Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of a lot of talented footballers come out of Sydney. I guess um, I guess the opportunity is is greater in a place like Sydney. Um, there's there's different pathways you can take, and uh, yeah, the 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 coaching. In Sydney, compared to maybe some other areas in Australia, um, is is obviously obviously good. So yeah, growing up in Sydney, it's it's sort of a privilege as a as a footballer. You you sort of have it a little bit easier than than other states and other areas, maybe.
0: Mm. And uh, you mentioned well, obviously Sydney. What would you say to a young kid uh, wanting to pursue football? What would you say to them?
3: It's a good question and. You know, a lot of people always answer with, uh, you know, make sure you're having fun and, and stuff like that. But I think that's a bit cliche. So, I don't know, just having to think, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's sort of hard to give advice. But ultimately, like, you know, they, they also say, you know, keep working hard and, and everything. Um, so if, if you're doing the right things and, and trying to be professional, obviously it's different at a young age. But, you know, the the quicker you get into that routine of of doing everything you can to to become a a footballer and being successful because because just becoming a a professional footballer is hard enough but that's that doesn't really mean anything it's about being successful after that and i think that comes with professionalism and, and hard work
0: yeah it certainly is and you put in the hard yards uh we'll wrap up we'll let you run along uh thank you very much for joining us today alex
3: no, no worries. Um, really appreciate it and really enjoyed being on.
0: And thank you very much to Alex Gersback live from Portugal for us at the time of recording.
2: I gotta say, he was in Portugal, but that sounded quite mint. You liked the it? actual interview, yeah? It yeah. was
0: great. We had some problems because he like <laughs> he had to go for team lunch halfway through.
1: Well, no, we had like two minutes left yeah. in the interview, yeah, and then he just hung up. Sent me a text. Well, saying, he was breaking up before yeah. anyway. He's like,
2: sorry,
0: boys, go, gotta go grab
2: got
1: some lunch. lunch. I'm yeah, gonna well, miss it. He probably would have been
0: fined otherwise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean... So... Two more minutes? I think we had two more questions what's, to ask. No,
0: no. Go go get your lunch, mate. Nutrition is a key.
1: As an athlete.
0: As an athlete. You'd know this. And apparently it was a buffet as no. well. No. So
1: who who's gonna be missing a buffet for an interview? Yeah, like? no, Actually, yeah, no. Actually, yeah. No He said it was a pretty good buffet. He spoke quite fondly of the buffet, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, he did. He said there was anything and everything. So, um... I think by that stage, I hadn't had lunch and dinner, mm. and I think we recorded at about 7pm, so... Yeah, it was 8pm or something like that, 9pm. I was, that. I was, 9 feeling, p.m. I was the, feeling pretty hungry. T- no, it was like 9, it
0: was like 9 yeah. to 10 at night. The,
1: t- the, t- 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 the tummies too. were rumbling. They
0: were, I'm they were. But, it, you know, he was in the team hotel yeah. at the time. Someone else, another team that were in a team hotel this week. Oh, Queensland origin team. Now, yeah. we're going to... So, before we get into this... We must mention, we will be structuring the second half of our podcast differently than we usually do. Usually, we just cover the key kind of scores, results, topics, what we think about them. Now, we're going to be just a bit broad, talk about some of the biggest stories, some of the more interesting stories in the whole world of sports um, in this last 20 minutes. Um, so, you get maybe a little bit more interesting content from us rather than us just going through the results. But
1: I mean, We'll still have all the scores and we will. we'll cover all the grassroots on our social media. So, make sure you check that out. Exactly. Tell your friends. Tell your yeah. friends.
0: You know how these things work. One guy tells another guy.
1: He tells two friends. And he tells, and he two, tells two friends. Two friends. And so anyway. On. Anyway. Um. <laughs> <And so on. laughs>
0: back to team hotels. The Queensland Origin team down in Adelaide. They got stuck in an elevator, boys.
1: Why are they in Adelaide?
0: Uh, that's where they're hosting Origin. One yeah, of the Origin games. Instead why? of Perth. It's like, they just rotate. Wait,
1: wait Gussie, you can back Sorry. this up, mate. But Adelaide Oval, it's not a uh, mm. league venue, is it? Don't remind me. I Neither is Optus, a, mate.
2: I had to attend a game at Adelaide Oval and it was cold. I had
1: to. Cold. I had, I had to attend the game. Hands are tied. Lock me up.
2: I I went because the Roosters held one of their, their games there, which is strange because I don't know why. Why'd you go? The NRL's trying. Uh, I went to visit some family down okay, there. Okay, fair um, enough. It was, uh, it was a good opportunity to see yeah. the game as well. Um, but yeah, that we were sat on the sideline. I can't remember what stand it is, but, mm. um, pretty much Adel- the Adelaide Oval, it's a cricket ground, so yeah. it goes, it raises up well, towards the center M40, Simplified, yeah. simplified. It's an oval. Yeah, yeah it's an oval. Yeah. Okay. So you're far pretty far away from the action it's raised up to the center. So, um, it's tough to judge even what a forward pass looks like because mm. everything look. every pass looks forward. Um, it, everyone looks offside it's just a very strange angle to watch the game from uh, the actual game itself was very good mm. um, but yeah I don't I don't really like the idea of taking games to Adelaide and I don't know why the... I mean it's growing uh, the game I, mate. that's I, I, what sport is I guess yeah. but yeah. isn't it it's more also, like- also why were the Maroons in Adelaide this early?
0: I think they had a training camp or yeah, something, or they're trying they? to promote it. They're no, trying they, to promote it.
1: No, yeah. this is quite common, how teams do that. They get in, like, massive squads. I think mm. the Blues have a squad of, like, 40 or something. Yeah, yeah, right. And they get in camp and they train before the NRL season starts. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they want to have a first look at the guys who they think will make up their eventual squad come Origin 1. When's that? Like, may Yeah, Something like that. But, I, I mean, a lot of the time,
2: it depends on your league form at the start of the year anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, But I guess they Again, have their... their, their Certain guys, their spine, yeah. their spine that they usually will go to. Mm. Yeah.
1: Well, you have such a big pull, but I, I will say this, Adelaide Oval as a cricket venue. Great. Oh, great. One yeah. of the cool. greatest. It's great. I went there for the um day-night test. Mm. Aussie beat New Zealand, unsurprisingly. This is about, I think, 2015, 2016. Mm. Loved it. I think it's my favourite stadium in Australia. Even better than the G. There you go. Ooh, wow, f- that's a big take. Chair. Hot I think so. Take. The G's quite boring. But it I, is a bit boring. I, that's my. I, idea.
2: I agree with him. It's I think, home, the, I think right. the G. Yeah, the G is a spectacle, but Adelaide Oval. Yeah, it's, it's sort got more of character. Like this, the Adelaide Oval sort of like the spiritual home
1: for cricket, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah
2: a little
0: probably. bit. Yeah,
1: probably. But, um, but, the actual but, story. Yeah, let's that we get back cover to the story. Is, uh, the Queensland Origin team. There's about what six of them, I'd say. I think more. Yeah, six, I think more. I'd say to eight because yep. there is a limit in elevators. Campbell, yes, there's a weight limit that everyone stri- uh, sticks to. Um, but yeah, they got stuck in the elevator. Yeah, they for, were... For 90 minutes. Yeah, and, yeah. I heard
0: Daily Cherry Evans talking about it on the rush hour, and yeah. he was spotted on the ground shaking and being not handling it well, basically. Yeah. He said he's already been stuck in an elevator once before, so... Well, it was a bit weird. probably I not think, a good situation. Which story
2: was I looking at? I was looking at, I think, Jai Arrows. Yeah, it was story. Jai Arrows. Yeah. Um, and it was... I was like... <sighs> I don't know really what I was watching because they're all sort of. <laughs> they're, they're all shirtless. Stuck, they're sweaty. all shirtless. <laughs> I think half of them are in their underpants. Yeah. And they're all just camped in this elevator, just sweating their balls off. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. Um, Kalen
0: Pong is in the corner, like flexing as hard as he can. I was like, yeah, okay. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, have you guys been stuck in a in a lift? No, I haven't. Have you? Uh, no, no, I haven't. I reckon that'd be, that'd be one. It'd be fun.
0: Of, <laughs> it'd be fun. Give it once. Team bonding. Apparently, they're quite worried about um, air obviously, because they yeah. run out of air. It was getting hot. Apparently, they also checked like the roof to see if they could open one. Yeah, of course you would. They man. couldn't, yeah. You'd
1: freak out, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um. These guys, they look pretty calm, aside from sweating yeah. and Daily Cherry Evans.
0: But... Yeah. Well, you're the Queensland origin team. You're going to get out. It's not like no one's... Exactly, yeah. Someone knows yeah. where you are. They're yeah. like, why are they not showing up to the meeting or whatever? Rather yeah. than if you're just a random, they're like, oh, a bit weird. Be worse the if by not coming yourself. Yeah, think yeah, about be. being by yourself and you just go, oh, yeah. elevator's stuck.
1: Yeah, I don't think Kevy's gonna go. Oh yeah, we're cutting all them. Where's Kalen? They're gone. Oh, gone. Gone. Out, Captain. Right. Valentine. Hines. Number one jersey. There you go. <laughs> anyway, no, that's a that's a shout though. Might mm. be. Might be. No, I think he'll see be, how he goes for the Cowboys. It's a side note, but he'll be uh, plonked on the wing, I think, mm. just because mm-hmm. he's been so successful there before he left yeah. the Jets. But um. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Well. Let's stick on league because, you know, Gussie loves it and we haven't been able to talk about it for a while.
2: Yeah, I know. This is great.
0: What can you do for the Broncos? Uh, if you were to do one thing for it, the Broncos, what would but, you do for the Broncos?
1: Die for them. Well, <laughs> ah. Make sure you can pick something because like, you get to do one thing forever. Forever. Yeah. That's the rule. I,
2: I want to be known as a lasting legacy to the Brisbane Broncos. Well, what's
1: the story, Gus?
2: Yeah. So apparently now you can leave stuff to the Brisbane Broncos in your will. Why? So you can Why uh, on uh, They're Earth. called bequests. So uh, pretty right. much, you die. Yep. Um, That's how it works. Normally. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, now you, when you die, you can just go. You know what, Broncos? You can have all my money. You can have my house. You can have my Will this my system dog, work? You can but have anything you want.
1: You were reading about reading about it before, and you read yeah. that there were some perks or some benefits. <laughs> what benefits can there possibly be for someone who decides, hey Broncos, take Post, my house? Post mortem. Oh, d-
2: there's no benefits for the dead guy. Yeah. I mean other than the Broncos being able to get better facilities the Broncos but being no able but that's to- a,
0: that's for you yeah, that's oh,
2: you become a lasting well, member. Well, you know what? I <laughs> think I think is, is it's that? just going to be for feeders'
0: pokey money. If well, I'm no. honest, it's, just, it's no, going no. straight on Dragon. Lake. I mean,
2: apparently, 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 <laughs> yeah, I you get you you get to be a part of one of the most exclusive clubs. You get to be a, a Broncos legacy member. So you're
0: so is this when you're alive? So if you go, I'll give this. You get perks when you're alive or when post mortem? <laughs> they safe? I think
2: when you're just, dead. I think you're when you're dead, it, you're you're a part of this club. It's what? exclusive club. You, do you don't get even like a have a brick to...
0: with your name on it at the
2: I don't know. training ground. You What's might, going you on? You might be chucked on a poster in Suncorp somewhere. No doubt. Maybe. No,
0: no way.
1: Maybe. Just why? I don't why?
2: understand it. It's like, the weirdest thing I've well, ever heard. if you, heard you love of. your club that yeah. much, like maybe would you
0: do it for the chooks? Why <sighs> would Why would you be willing? He so, paused. Okay. He okay. Paused. You pause. Okay. What perks would you need to get to do it? To put anything.
2: I'd, I'd like some maybe something in the stadium, okay like maybe a park or something like that. I feel like that might be fair. Okay and how like much would what, you what you said maybe a brick yeah but like a, yeah, a, like a special memorabilia or uh, like a wall Something you'll stay of, there forever all the think... fan... yeah, exactly.
0: okay and what would you be willing to give to have one brick in the training ground or in the in the ground itself? Money? Yeah, d- I don't how know how much? much. Oh no, this is why yeah. I'm asking you. How much would you be willing to put up for that?
2: Maybe ten grand.
0: Ten grand. I don't know. I don't know how much it would cost. that is one expensive. Brick. That is one expensive brick. That's exactly Well, I'm
2: right. just, I'm just trying to think of, um, like the different. I don't, I don't know how much it would cost. Yeah, but... do you reckon
1: there's like a requirement, or do you reckon it's just yeah. like, hey, what I've got pens? this gold coin that I don't want to use. <laughs> Take it, Broncos. I won
0: this on Keno the other night.
1: Well, we didn't. We but, didn't. Um, no. no, do you reckon there's a requirement? There probably reckon, is. Like... There
2: probably probably is like a a stage show. Maybe like you die and you only give like ten bucks. Like they're gonna be like, uh oh, who cares? But if you're giving like a million bucks to the club, they're gonna be like, ooh, let's name a stand after him or something. Or, a
0: million bucks for a stand? I don't know.
1: I don't I'm just know. I'm just guessing. Like,
0: does so- someone like that deserve a stand no. for their non-achievements? Just I don't like, think so. I
1: went to some Broncos games. Mm. I wore a jersey occasionally.
0: Yeah. That's the, the Finn Morton That's stand. That's the Finn you know? Morton stand right there. It has a nice ring to it, actually. I'm yeah. Broncos. At the Gabba coming in from the Finn Morton end. Love it. Be great. Yeah. I don't like this at all. I think this is terrible from the Broncos, if I'm honest. It's not terrible. Yeah. I mean, It's taking advantage of fans. For what? They're yeah. not going to get anything. It's just going, do you love the they're club not, or not?
1: I mean, if they're willing to give it up, then yeah. in a way it's fair I'm game. I'm just reading play. it now.
2: Um, so you get put on, an, on a board in the foyer of the Clive Berghofer Center at Red Hill. So that's where they, they train. The RSL? But you also, yeah, you also get uh, privileges that include exclusive invitations to Broncos Forever events and unique Broncos Forever memento, uh, certificate of appreciation, stuff like that. Does it and, say how much you need to give up? But yeah, it doesn't. I I can't read where it says how much you need to give up, but...
1: All I heard there was I, I can't, can't read. read. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm just it's curious. Funny. Like, what's the, what's the requirement? I keep saying that because... Do you qualify once you're dead? And yeah, or certi- alive. And they give the certificate to your family and say, we promised to put your name up on the plaque?
2: I think- Or do you pledge, th- Get it when you're you, alive. Or do you pledge it? I think you get the
0: ben- some benefits when right you're alive.
1: alive. Yeah.
2: I think maybe when you die, you get the thing up on the board.
0: Okay, so it's like a members, like platinum. Yeah. Platinum members yeah, kind of thing. But I
2: don't know how much you need to give
0: for mm. that to happen. Mm.
1: It'd be funny seeing like Collingwood do this because fans could give their teeth.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, they don't have teeth, mate. it <laughs> would be true. a bit tired for them. Damn it. Sorry, Pies fans. <laughs> sorry, Pies fans. Um, <laughs> we watched the Super Bowl the other day. Yep. Um, we watched it at a mate's house. He was a 49ers fan. Yep. Shame. We had money on the game. We weren't really fans of any team, but we wanted Kansas City to win, right? Yeah. We wanted, we wanted the was, Chiefs. I
2: think that was about 90% of the population. People just
0: don't love. like same
2: people no people no, like, an, not underdog. Even that. People people like lo- an underdog yeah people love the underdog
0: and people love
2: even uh, though jumping. i wouldn't say
0: they're the underdog though
2: people love well, I think jumping they were. the yeah. chiefs yeah i, think I they don't were. think they were people love jumping on a bandwagon mm. okay so they see a side that hasn't won in 40 50 years as in what kansas city are, they hadn't won in 50 years yeah. and they're like they deserve one Yeah. I hate that. Well, you're a Chooks fan, so you win them. I hate it so much that just because you haven't won one in 50 years, you think you deserve it.
0: I thought I deserved one as a Bulldogs fan.
1: You don't deserve it until you win it. Exactly. I think teams are going to earn it. deserve
0: some success. And to be honest, I couldn't, Go really, through the pain.
1: I couldn't really care who won last week. No. I just didn't want the 49ers to win because I didn't want to see <laughs> our mate gloat. Yeah, that's yeah. Basically, I'm a Patriots fan. Yeah, you've got plenty of time um, to gloat.
0: No,
2: and you call no, me no, a bandwagon and he's on the biggest
1: bandwagon. Oh, no, bandwagon.
0: I'll say he's a bandwagon for supporting the uh, Patriots all day, every day. I
1: have no idea what you're talking about. Um, No, but basically, I want to see them win. I don't have mm. a second team. I don't have a third team. No. Yeah. No I don't. Chance. I don't do that stuff. So no, I think no way. if you're a real fan of a sport, then you're not going. Hey, I actually hope this team wins the final. Yeah. I mean, you always
2: you always have preferences. You always like a side better than another I do, side. You do. But
1: like, I'm watching the parade like this morning, and that I was watching some of it on mm. Facebook, and I was seeing you know Patrick Mahomes, you know, he was uh, shotgunning a beer and whatnot. I love that. I'm thinking, no, that's cool, but. I'd prefer it to be, you know, Julian Edelman. Oh, always. You know what I mean? You like, always yeah. would. To the point where it's like, eh, I don't care.
0: Yeah, exactly. Next. Well, Next year. I don't care about the, like, trophy ceremonies or no, anything like no. that. But in terms of the game, like, to make it interesting, I'd I'd rather the Chiefs win. I'd rather Patrick Mahomes become the youngest player to ever win an NFL MVP everyone, and a Super Bowl everyone's MVP. After,
2: everyone's after a positive storyline, aren't they? Yeah. They, they hate the, Um, I think... They hate the. They hate the last bad year's guys. Super Bowl. They hate the bad guys. They always pick a bad guy and they're like, "Oh, you know, yeah. I don't. I don't want the 49ers to win because they've won, ten or whatever, buddy yeah. Super Bowls or something."
0: How much money did I win, though, guys? Oh, you won 80 um,
2: bucks or something. 80, yeah. 90 bucks. Is it okay? What about you, Gussie? How did you go? I lost. A yeah. bit of money. Well, Patrick Mahomes, I thought he'd have a better game than he did. He really only Had showed a great up game for, a, for me, man. He, he, really, he really only <laughs> showed up for the fourth quarter. He was a yeah. fourth quarter MVP, wasn't he? Uh, man yeah, of the match. Was. That's not good. That's enough. all, that's it's, all you need.
1: It's cuz he saved them at the end. I think yeah. the 49ers, yeah. they 10 minutes to go, they're up by 10. Yep. They should have closed it out, especially with their defense. You yep. backed them to close it out and uh in Mahomes, he stood up and he lifted when he needed to, eh. Yeah.
0: I think their defense didn't really show up because you know, they're supposed to be like one of the best defenses, the best defense in the league, especially that defensive front, which is supposed to stop the run. Yeah. And Damian Williams had so many yards. Damian Williams. He had a great was, game. Was
2: probably the second best player on the field. I would say. Um, so. um uh, other than what's his name from uh the 49ers. George uh, Kittle. No. Um. You know who I'm thinking of. Uh,
0: R- Mostert? No, that breeder. The running back. Yeah, Tevin running... Coleman.
2: Yeah, Tevin yeah. Coleman.
0: I don't know. I don't think Tennessee he was wide receiver, but he pretty much
2: Samuel, wide receiver, but he pretty much plays a uh,
0: hybrid running, running back. back. Yeah.
1: Well, I love that. Because on jet sweeps. Basically the 49ers, they don't play a conventional style of play. No. In that they run what, three out of four plays. Pretty yeah. Much.
0: Well, it's a sweep. It is, right? But,
1: yeah. But Jimmy G, the quarterback for all the money he's on, he doesn't actually do that much except hand the ball off.
0: Are his days numbered? No. You don't think so? No. You reckon he's a franchise QB? Well, there's news tech, he yeah.
1: might he, he might be swapping around with uh, Tom
2: Brady. There's news that Tom Brady might be what? No, yeah, they're not right. going to go back and yeah. <laughs> they're not going to switch him well, back well, to I, where I he I came saw, from. I saw a story about it. I really? Doubt, yeah. I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Think...
0: I reckon he's going to L.A. Chargers.
1: Um, yeah. Let's Chargers.
0: Tom Brady. This is. Oh, Tom Brady.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or Vegas. Um, Brady. He did grow up as a Forty ers fan, mm. so there's a as journalist, that's a pretty mm, nice yeah. story, I guess. But yeah, I think he's off to Tennessee. You're
0: in IC? yeah. Well, I mean, Ryan Tannehill won Comeback Player of the Year. So. Yeah,
1: but I think you could see him go somewhere else. He's got a bit of trade value. Yeah, there. this is true. It's actually, a, it's a similar tale to Nick Foles. Yes. Um. After yeah. he won Super Bowl MVP.
0: Yeah, and they've still got Mariota, who may need a bit more time to. cook. Yeah, but ha- he is a Heisman winner. How many exactly. years? So,
1: how
2: many years does Brady have left? I, I don't, he don't think he. Me- he'd I think have he's one, one or, two, or two. One or two years left. Yeah. Is that worth? Because uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Ryan Tannehill a was team, not
0: bad. A, a team that's in a win-now mentality. No, Ryan Tannehill was terrible in that last game of the playoffs. But, but that, a no, team that's in a win-now mode where their window is closing and the rest of their team, yep. I think you would trade for him.
1: Because Tennessee, they played quite similar to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. They had Derrick Henry, Henry who absolutely went beast mode. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, yeah, basically won them two or three playoff games. Two yep. playoff games. Exactly. Really um, put them on their back. Yeah, but I think, yeah, Brady, I'd love to see him stay in Boston, but... He mm. doesn't want him to. I'd like the Patriots to trade it for Burrow. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> it's not going to happen, <laughs>
0: though. I can't see it happening. But... You best know how joke much they'd need told. to trade? Maybe if they trade Brady, they could get the number one pick. They're yeah. not, Why reckon would reckon the... Bengals would take Tom Brady? No, they would not. I don't think they would the either. Bangle,
2: but... The Bengals don't have good enough backs, wide receivers right yeah, now. I agree. To, to even need to no, want Brady. They're going to build a side around Joe Burrow. That's obvious.
0: Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, it's not (laughs) going
1: to happen. I guess what you see in the NFL, though, is it's quite common for legendary quarterbacks to jump ship. Yeah, at their end. See Peyton Manning, he's the most recent case of it. And he won a ring at Denver. Brett Favre. Brett Favre, Joe Montana. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a pretty big list. So it wouldn't be a big surprise. But I think from a fairytale point of view, I quite like to see one club players. Because that's something we don't see that much anymore of. No. You know, so... Stay in yeah. Boston, please. Well, one
0: story that came out of the Super Bowl, man was caught napping. $10,000. He spends $10,000 on a seat
1: w- at the w- Super Bowl. It was when the teams were running out, right? Pretty I think much. It, was, it was pretty around much men, right at the start of the game. Mate, how do you even sleep during that? I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. Up, cause I'm so angry by this. Because no, the amount of adrenaline that would be pumping through your veins, gents, would be absolutely ferocious. Okay. It would be deadly. For oh, starters. Always. For starters. For
2: starters. How do you get any sleep in a stadium during a Super Bowl? That loud. there's <laughs> <It's> an echo. <laughs> yeah, but no, like, but it, it it would be next to
1: impossible. He's actually achieved something by trying I, I think he needs a medal. He must be the heaviest sleeper. Uh, to be fair, I reckon he probably would have had to have a lot of drinks.
0: Yes, a couple of spicy waters. That,
1: the start of the game. He must have yeah, really loaded up. Tailgate. That's part of the culture over there, though, isn't it? You know, mm. we we'll drink a bit, tailgate. Eat, not eat when, a lot. Not when drinks were about 22 bucks. Did you see He spent
0: think... $10,000 on a seat. You think he's worrying about $22 drinks?
2: Yeah, but I mean, that's pretty ridiculous how much food and uh, beverages cost. Oh, no, it is ridiculous. But someone who
0: spends $10,000 on a seat not going to care.
1: Well, Exactly. If, if you have that money to flex, you, then...
0: For one game. And he's sleeping in it. So, exactly. even more.
1: Did you guys also see, there was a story before the game, mm. speaking of fans, um, fans were driving to the game, yep. didn't prepare enough, Gusman, mm. and uh, they got caught in a traffic jam. Uh. So, they ditched their cars. Smart. And they walked. Jeez. <laughs> Just like, left
0: it there. They go, I'm not missing this.
1: Yeah, but like to be fair, if you're going to a Super Bowl, yeah. either you're ditching get public your car. transport or really yeah. think it through. Yeah. 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 Why
0: on earth would you drive?
1: Like... It's absolutely, yeah.
0: You'd never drive to an AFL final, let alone...
2: Parking's going to be a nightmare.
1: Yeah. For starters. I mean, well,
0: yeah. I mean, it they have just... huge parking lots that, like, they... Because they just build but... their stadiums in, like, the middle of nowhere most of the time. Yeah, it's quite like, weird. Like, Foxborough, New oh. England's ground is in the middle of bloody nowhere. Because well, you yeah. associate
1: the Patriots with Boston. Yeah. But they're actually, like, an hour south. Yeah. Like, it's quite weird. Um, But, yeah, these fans... So, they were walking to the stadium to get to the... Four and a half hours of tailgating. Yeah. So that explains the sleeping man.
0: Yeah, four and a half hours of drinking, eating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The, um, two and two together. Well, one thing that's kind of making me angry this week, guys. BBL final. could be rained out. What the hell?
1: Yeah, so what, the Sixers could be crowned BBL 09 champions. Without, without even you no know, Bowling a ball or facing a ball. That is so cricket, isn't
0: it? That, that is That just is sums cricket. up
2: cricket so well. Because... But, uh, I, I mean, I've had experience of it myself. Okay, like, let's go, talk about your elite no, career, no, Gusman. No, I'm just saying cricket's a frustrating game when it there is, are so many different factors, especially rain, that, that can
1: just like
0: yeah.
2: stop
1: you from winning. I get it. But yeah. what we saw at the Rugby World Cup, which mm. I thought was quite good, was oh, that, um, yeah. they had like emergency days. Mm. So the day after every game was allocated to, look, if for some reason, you know, it hits the fan mm. and we have to postpone this game, at least we've got a backup. Yeah. You know, that's smart. Obviously, that is smart. Obviously, I don't Typhoon Hagibis was a bit of a... That was a bit different. It was a bit different. That was a you know, natural disaster and a big one at that. Mm. So that's why there were two games called off. But this one, play it Sunday. Yeah, because 100%. They've, they've also they've called off the Bushfire appeal match. Mm. It was supposed to feature a well, bunch of Well, they've moved
2: it now, apparently. They've moved it. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. To so win. it was in Sydney now. Apparently it's in Melbourne. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, no, that's yeah. okay. Oh, my God. Because I almost thought, to be honest, it would work better on its own.
0: Yeah, I think so too. So, I don't think it should be a curtain raiser because no, then no one will go to it.
1: No. So when I heard it was a curtain raiser, I was I was like, you know, that's actually a bit gutting or a bit disappointing. Yeah. If that's the right word to use, but um, yeah, I think this is really, really slack by the Big Bash. I think the, it's uh, terrible. The Sixers Facebook page, you know, they're frothing over it. Yeah. But I think it's it's <laughs> it's weak.
0: I think it's terrible. I think also, what are you? How are you helping your brand by going? You know what? We're not going to have the biggest game of the year. It may not be technically the biggest... Well, the final should be the biggest should game be. of the year.
1: But I don't understand how you can have a tournament that goes for two and a half, three months. Yeah. And then and when just it gets to the final, final. Yeah. you know, everything has been leading to this. This is the climax. Yeah. And now that it's here, they're like... Uh,
0: Give it the underarm bowl. It's
1: sprinkling a bit. We can't play. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> I get rain's important, but, you know, move it earlier. Go Ch- to Eddie Hadd, Chuck well,
2: the roof on. No, change the exactly, time. Exactly. That's what I said. Go you to Eddie Had, Put the roof on. They've already moved the the fire relief game down yeah, there. Eddie so Hattie. just move the other one.
0: Yeah, well like, actually no that's Melbourne, a great point. I know Melbourne just put it there?
2: side's oh uh, yes, actually so no, if the stars, stars. are but yeah. then that might be a bit contentious. But I don't understand why they just move it move it to Adelaide. Move it to Brisbane. Who
0: yeah. cares as no, long just, as it gets on. Just chuck it to Adelaide. Chuck the roof on. Bob's your uncle. Go to Fanny's Perth it's not gonna it rain could. there. Yeah but like again it, it although the outfield's basically an extra fielder at Eddie Hat. Yeah it's still better than playing the game than not playing it at all. Exactly.
1: Yeah, but again, yeah. I think home ground advantage is so important as well. I think the Sixers yeah. burnt that. So they have. You know, they've you get, also got the week off though. Yeah, but emergency days. I think that's the yeah. that's the key. Not moving it to a different push venue. it next week. Yeah. So actually, I'm reading about it now. The uh, Legends match mm. Junction Oval, Junction in, Oval in Melbourne. Really? And, uh, apparently, it's going to follow Australia India at the T20 Women's World Cup. Okay. So, cool. Um, which i don't actually oh, like actually no that's not good because to me that's kind of going you know this
0: game doesn't matter
1: you know the women's world cup you know match against india is now the curtain raiser
0: yeah no that's terrible which
1: again these are rumors these are reports by um news.com.au but i hope that's not the case i really hope that's not the Stand- case standalone event it would sell out or it would sell out most of adelaide oval
0: yeah well i mean <laughs> the last adelaide final wasn't
1: yeah, but I think that's because there's something going on with the Big Bash know what's at the going moment. And yeah. it's I think the Big a... Bash, dude, it's destined to fail now. Yes. I think it's... That's my yeah.
2: It's going downhill. It
1: is. Like, it's been going downhill for years, but this year it's just gotten worse. Yeah. Mm. You know, it showed glimpses of maybe we can save it. but well, um,
2: ever since they did that deal with Fox and whatever it was, Channel 7.
0: Yeah. I do think we <laughs> get the best access, though, now with Fox. But if it's not getting out yeah. there, people aren't that's watching it, looks, then it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, it looks still... I I preferred the days when it was on ten, mm. and you could see every single match, and you only played each side once, yeah. so the competition was sw- it was over sim uh, quickly, yeah. sweet and simple. That's but how we like it. Every game mattered mm. back then. Exactly, yeah. such
1: a such a big thing.
2: Now you can lose your first three and still make the finals, or uh, mo-
1: lose your first five. Well, we saw what happened the with the um, hurricanes. They were down yeah. now, exactly. they were down for the count, mm-hmm. uh, and they somehow resurrected their season and managed to get to the finals yeah. albeit knocked out in the first day but um yeah i think the big bash nowadays is so fixated around broadcast deals and yeah we need moolah baby we this, need is, Moola. this is just sport in general really. it is but like mm. you know now they're uh bringing big bash games forward hosting them at like 2 30.
0: yeah that's ridiculous to accommodate
1: for the odi matches later in the day like that happened when i went to the um heat strikers yep. about a month ago now Mm-hmm. It was exactly that. Yep. ODI against India was on later that day, so we've got to bump it forward. Yeah,
0: no, I remember that. So it was so Stupid. much,
1: so much better when it was every day. It's on at the same time. Yeah, six thirty Queensland time every night. Big bash. Yeah, mm. you know, and that meant in Perth, I get it. There's like four o'clock games. Yeah, that's because you're in Perth, and well,
0: well, don't live on the other side of the country. Just don't
1: live, don't live. <laughs> just don't just live. Just
0: them. don't live okay. there. Okay, simple I as still that. I used to live there. It's a smart choice not to live there. Just move.
1: I'll, I've been there once, and I don't think I'll be like returning. know no. eaten Any by a shark. Zone. Get no. out of there. It's, it's wasn't even that. The best Sharknado. The best Sharknado. That is a great movie, Gusman. But yeah. fantastic the, film. The best thing I did in Perth was the bookstore. So I went to the bookstore. <laughs> Like that, the was, bookstore. that was honestly my highlight. Hey, there's library. beautiful
0: beaches there, but yeah. not a whole lot else.
1: No, I went to the bookstore to get a book for a assignment that was in grade twelve. <laughs> that was my highlight of Perth. My lord. So I'm not gonna be hired to do any like tourist ads for Perth anytime soon. No. I do Jeez. like Frio though. I love Frio is One of my favourite places and in that's the country. A, that's about an hour away. I love that. I think I'd love to I'd love to move there. I, guess yeah, I yeah. no, be, mm. Well, cool.
0: let's talk real estate while we're here, boys. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, before we get out of here, MPL starts this weekend. AFLW starts this weekend as well.
1: Liverpool win again this weekend. Liverpool
0: will win again this <sighs> weekend. I, I actually, hope they do. now I hope they become invincible. Even though I'm an Arsenal fan and I want us to be the only ones, they're a better team than the Invincibles. I hope they lose I'll the last game of the year.
1: Let's knock on wood. Um, yeah, six games to go. Yeah. They win all of their next six games and City win their next six. Yeah. Then Liverpool, Liverpool win it at Palace yep. and get the Guard of Honour mm. at the had against yeah. City. I love uh, that. I
0: reckon we need to talk about it each week. Let's let's check in each week. Invincible yeah. to do check. Invincible to check, yeah. Let's do it.
1: I'd love it because I think a few weeks before yeah. Palace, uh, Liverpool play Everton at Goodison Park. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Merseyside. would much prefer them to win it in the Merseyside derby.
0: Imagine a Merseyside... If you lost that game. Yeah, imagine if they lost. Oh, Everton. Yeah. I need Cancel to stop speaking. Cancel
1: the Invincibles. No, it, yeah. Exactly. They would almost have bragging rights. Yeah, They, they would. would definitely you have know, bragging rights. You know, there'll be a parade in we Liverpool. We ruined I your perfect it. season. Yeah. There'll be a parade in Liverpool. It'll be red everything. Mm. But Everton fans, they'll go, hey.
0: Didn't get no. the Invincibles.
1: Yeah. You didn't get it. No. You should have got you there. Didn't get, you get didn't.
0: the chocolates. You got the chocolates, but you didn't get the golden I s- I chocolates. S- uh, you know the only club... Arsenal are the only club with a golden Premier League trophy.
1: Yeah,
2: I love that. So, I think, I I love, cool, I think but it's great. Also, I, w- I just want to touch on Arsenal. They're, they've had their worst Don't uh, remind me. season since 1912, 1913. That's how bad they're going. Oh, I know! I, the, dis- the distance between Liverpool and Chelsea is how many points Arsenal are on right now. I know.
1: That right. was, so, the right. so, so, difference that, between first uh, and fourth. That was the stat about a week ago. It was, yeah, it's but, changed. But, it's, now, it's now more than that. It's more... <laughs> How about that? It's more than that yeah, now.
2: Don't um,
0: remind
1: me. No, but um also Liverpool. Uh they played Shrewsbury in the FA Cup replay yes, a few days ago. Shrewsbury. Jason this, Cummings. This is quite interesting. Yeah. This uh, is quite interesting. They, um Liverpool, because of their busy, busy schedule at the moment, couldn't play their first team no. at all. So they played their under twenty threes.
0: Yeah, people were getting angry at them.
1: And Klopp didn't show up. Like yeah. this was pre planned and all that, but the manager, the coach, went, I'll give it to Should the really. assistant can do it. That's yeah, terrible.
0: terrible. And they still. And they the still disrespect. disrespect.
2: And Choo, yeah, shoot charm
1: a lot
0: more. That is that. complete
1: disrespect. To be honest, I think clubs should be able to do whatever they want. If yeah. it's a managerial decision for the manager to go. to go, hey, we're not traveling. It's the best thing for the club for me not to be there, Yeah. then that's the manager's call. So I back it. But like Liverpool, to be fair, they're playing so many games at the moment. That's putting a
2: I lot think, of faith in your under 23s coach as well.
1: Oh, to be fair, no, I think. Plot wasn't really expecting to win it or no. well, maybe part of them didn't want to win it because Liverpool's priority is the league the league well now they've that yeah. mm. not going to say Well, but now they've, yet, got, but now uh, they've got Chelsea it. in the uh, FA Cup yeah FA that's Cup. right and also they've got Atletico Madrid home and away coming up in the, up, Champions, up in the Champions League so that very that's very on. tough there's plenty on so indeed, anyway, indeed. that's why because Wellington didn't play last week in the A-League, so that's your football the, check. I needed to, yeah, it's my. That's football a, that's check.
0: our invincible check.
1: Finn's football check. Finn's yeah,
0: Finn's invincible football check. <laughs> Let's just make the name ridiculously that's long. A, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. <laughs> Put it on a T-shirt. Maybe not. Maybe it just wraps around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it <laughs> it goes all the Wraps around the, way. the back. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's it for a week. Let us know if you like this new format of the second half of the podcast. The rest of it's normal. Thank you very much to Alex Gersback for coming on this show. What an absolute legend. We've got more guests lined up, more awesome guests. So make sure you tune in every week. You can find us on Instagram at underscore beyond the sidelines underscore on Facebook at beyond the sidelines on YouTube at beyond the sidelines. You can find us on all major streaming platforms. Uh, Make sure you also go listen to all of our previous episodes. Make sure you listen to all of our extra times, all the brilliant content we put out. There's more exciting stuff coming. So make sure you tune into that. And I guess stay on our pages.
2: Yeah, I am starving. I'm really iron off Let's go get a super stunner meal. Let's go get no. a palmy. Super stunner, mate. Super stunner, you reckon? I didn't bring my wallet, so... Mm. Are we shouting you again? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just like going to... I reckon that's like the fifth time. I've just
0: turned Finn down. Definitely not paying for his meal. But uh, we'll see you next week.
1: What? <laughs>